Welcome to episode 13 of BizTalk with Bill Roy. Here's our goal for this podcast, to provide you with insight into the people, places, and organizations that make up Wichita's important business community. Thank you for listening. A note about the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal, which is available today. The WBJ has created a group called Career Women. 78 women have joined together to support each other, to discuss their challenges and victories, and to learn from each other. We've completed a series of roundtable discussions with the women in the program, and we write about the substance of their discussions this week. They talked about mentors working in male-dominated companies and organizations and the effort to balance their work lives with their family lives. Maybe you can relate to that. This week, we spend 10 minutes with Jamie Garnett of the Greater Wichita Partnership. She's also in the Career Women Group. This week's top 25 list, two of them, Wichita Area Advertising Agencies, ranked by a number of employees and Wichita's largest IT companies. I'd urge you to check out our leads section. Each week we go through public records and report on who's filed bankruptcy, who's taken out a building permit, new corporations, and who owes back taxes. Lots of good business intelligence in that section. All that and much more in this week's Wichita Business Journal. Welcome to the Wichita Business Journal Biz Talk Podcast. Talking business is what the commercial banking team here at Equity Bank does best. Visit equitybank.com slash napkin dash stories. Dr. Josh Umber has attracted a lot of attention with his concierge medical practice. It's called Atlas MD. Patients pay a monthly fee and get access to Atlas physicians and services. Dr. Josh explains in more detail how the system works. We also talk about the attention he's received from national and international media, including several discussions on the Fox News' Sean Hannity show. Josh is a K-State grad, went to KU Medical School. He has been a healthcare hero several times. He's a member of the 40 Under 40 class of 2013. He's also run for statewide office in the past. He is Dr. Josh Umber of Atlas MD. Josh, thanks for being with us. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. We've started writing about you when Atlas MD kind of came up. Kind of give us the story of when Atlas MD started, and then I'll have you explain just exactly what it is. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, the Business Journal has been very supportive of this. Uh, I think the first article coming out even before we opened in September of 2010, uh, supporting the idea that good innovation can come out of Wichita. Right. And we started with the idea that health insurance didn't have to make health care expensive and that there was a new, different, better way. And thankfully, that's been very well received, and we've grown quite a lot over the last few years. How does it work? Let's say uh, I, I'm a let's say I'm a 30 year old guy who's not married. Uh, how does the how does the system work for for a person like that? For our model, we said uh, most people need health care more than they need health insurance. It's very similar to the car analogy. Most people need gas money before they need car insurance. If we could simplify the whole process, then everybody wins. And our pricing structure is an age-based membership. It's not based on pre-existing conditions. That way, everybody can get a real quick glance at what their out-of-pocket cost would be. So for a 30-year-old male, $50 a month for unlimited home visits, work visits, office visits, unlimited technology visits like email, cell phone, texting, video chat, uh, but also no co-pays. 
any procedure we can do in the office is included free of charge and then access to our medications that are wholesale. I just was helping a patient with eye drops uh, from name brand to generic. We saved them 99.3%. Uh, <laughs> and we can do the same thing with a lot of things in healthcare, labs or pathology, et cetera. Let's say, uh, let's do another example, uh, a family of four, mm-hmm. uh, boy, girl, mom, dad. How does that work with Atlas MD? Again, age-based. So for most adults, that would be $50 for each parent, $10 for each child from birth through 19. We try to keep it very simple, very affordable. Access to physicians in your practice is a little different from, from what, we're, what we might be used to as well. Um, you respond to texts, you respond to emails. How does that communication happen between your patients and, and your physicians? Well, we've been very fortunate to use another Wichita company that is building our own homegrown software, and that's Intermotion, and they've been fantastic for that. But as we integrate that process, then it happens seamlessly for the patient, and that means they don't have to leave work or school or wherever they can get care in a much simpler, much easier way, send text pictures or video. Um, If they wake up late at night and they're worried about something, they can type a long email. So it just broadens that ability you have to access your healthcare provider. How does it work with insurance companies or are there insurance companies involved? Well, that's actually uh, a common question because as an insurance-free practice ourselves, People are quick to assume we don't want to work with insurance, and and quite the opposite. We want insurance to work better. I love my car insurance, home insurance, life insurance, but they're affordable because I don't really use them much. And we can work with small businesses to decrease their health insurance costs by 30 to 60% in the first year. Some Wichita companies have seen a 75% decrease in their health insurance premiums since we've been open. And the insurance company we work the most with is Allied National out of Kansas City. And they've even seen their profit margins go up working with our model because we're out-competing Walmart and Target and CVS on medications. And we're streamlining the process so that people are getting more care more often for a fraction of the price. Well, that's good for the patient. It's good for the doctor. But ultimately, that's really good for the employer and their insurance. So we've worked hard to design a model that uh, could be broadly adopted because uh, it's not goring anyone's ox. Everyone benefits from a more cost-effective healthcare system. Obviously, this has all come about at a time when healthcare, the debate in our country, has just been firing up. Indeed. It had, we had the ACA, Obamacare. It was in place, starting to get going. And now we've had a change of administration, repeal and replace has been talked about. How has your practice, how has Atlas MD evolved through that whole process? Dare I say we've really benefited from the confusion in the market. Uh, Of course, it was broken before the Obamacare administration. Uh, It it will be broken after, clearly. Uh, The government's not really great at fixing something this complicated, uh, but that doesn't stop them from trying. And healthcare is a funny market. Uh, We have a certain momentum of the status quo as a consumer. We don't like change. But you wouldn't buy car insurance if I tried to sell it to you if it was structured like health insurance. It would right. make no sense. But we keep doing that in healthcare. 
we, we really did need to wait for the market to come to us where each year health insurance went up 30% over the last seven years now. It, it's doubled in price at least one and a half times, um, twice. So patients are finally starting to see that, okay, this isn't working. And if for Atlas, we've never raised our prices. So the Delta continues to look better in our favor. And they're saying before it was good insurance and affordable. Then it was good insurance and not very affordable. Now I have not so good insurance and it's not affordable. Patients are increasingly willing to look outside of the status quo and say, well, how can I get my medications cheaper and labs cheaper? And maybe insurance isn't the answer because now I, if I go through insurance, I can't pick my doctor, I can't text them, I can't email them, I, I just can't get great customer service. Now that we can show you can have both, especially the employers are jumping and saying, look, we need this option to be a thriving business where we can both retain and recruit great employees, but have health insurance that's a fraction of the cost. But that could only come about by the consumer really just finally being fed up with a broken system. Mm-hmm. And, and now that it, it continues to break, we continue to see you know, widespread adoption of the direct care model. Obviously, you've come up with your idea. Have you seen other folks around the country come up with or or base something off your model? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's been a great national and international growth even We've, uh, dare I say, are, are the leader in the movement uh, or one of the top. So we've been able to help over 300 physicians convert their practices to this direct care model in the last few years. But there's probably close to seven to 800, uh, maybe a thousand offices doing this model. And people will say, well, that's not a lot. And I agree compared to the three or 400,000 primary care physicians that are out there. But when we started in 2010, there were single-digit number of doctors doing this, and it grows faster and faster all the time, especially as doctors see the model. It's proven to them. It's proven to their patients. It gets national attention, and the system's broke for them too. So everything's aligning very well for the incentives to match from patient to physician to employer to insurance. And I think we'll only continue to see that growth, that more doctors will embrace this model because more patients are asking them to. You've been very open about sharing the model with other physicians around the country and it sounds like around the world. Not concerned about competition as far as that goes, sharing the idea and sharing sharing sort of your secrets? Not really. Uh, I embrace that competition, one, because there's a lot of patients and not a lot of doctors. Uh, the need is out there. And in our model, the doctors focus on their set number of patients. So after a certain point, we're not competing anymore. We've been able to help several practices like this grow in Wichita. Uh, Dr. Jeff Davis with Prairie Health and Wellness, uh, Dr. Nick and Dr. Brandon at Antioch Med, um, even Dr. Smith has opened in Andover with Focus Direct Family Medicine. So all we've seen is, in fact, now actually there's a doctor uh, in Newton launched uh, earlier this month, and we have doctors in McPherson, uh, we almost got the whole I-70 corridor once the doctor <laughs> opens in Manhattan. We see that as a huge benefit because the more doctors doing this, the more patients embrace it, the more companies that can say, yep, you have a doctor where we have employees and you can help us, the more the insurance companies will embrace it because we're getting more market share. And it does help that we're selling software that the docs can use. So we benefit in lots of ways by helping the community of physicians grow. 
I want to get to that national attention here in a second, but uh, tell me about where you're hoping the national debate goes on health care. Well, I, I think we keep putting the cart before the horse. The national conversation continues to be about health insurance, and health insurance is and can only ever be a payment model for health care. And what most people mean, the, the question behind the question for them is, not how do I get health insurance, but how do I get health care? How do I get to my doctor when I'm sick? And if the only way I can do that is through health insurance, then fine. But that doesn't work anymore. So we can now talk about, well, if we want to lower the cost of health insurance, then we have to have a national conversation about how we lower the cost of health care. And, and that's what the direct care model really does. Uh, the average doctor would have seven employees each to file insurance. We have three employees, all registered nurses, for five physicians. We can pass that savings along to the consumer, the employer, and the insurance company. If we can get medicines wholesale, where Walmart will sell you 90 pills for $10, we get 1,000 of the same pill for $8. There's that Silicon Valley S 10X improvement mm -hmm. in value, and we're big on that. Medicine will improve by bringing value to our customer, which is our patient. And if we take our oath seriously of do no harm, that should mean do no financial harm. And doctors should embrace a model where we're looking for affordable options. A blood test that would normally be $50, we get for $1.65, a 25x improvement. And if we can get the national conversation to be, okay, we now know how we can get primary care in an affordable way, and interestingly enough, it's less government involvement, less insurance but in a way that truly does benefit government and insurance. Um, we try to make this a, a very bipartisan topic. Uh, the left, if I may, we would say we want more care for more people, a, a laudable goal. And the right would say, well, the state's broke and we don't have a budget for any changes. Well, if we can take Medicare dollars when the, when the state's paying $50 for a test we can get for under two, then you can do more tests for more people in a budget-friendly way. Mm -hmm. we, we can really, I think, um, bring this to the national level with our several visits to D.C., the Republicans are struggling so much because they don't have a genuine idea to wrap it around. Probably being a little naive here, but I think if we took a solid idea to the Senate that we could get a significant number of Democrats to vote for it because ultimately it's good for their state, it's good for re-election, it's good for jobs, jobs are good for tax revenue, there is something for everyone to like um, in this solution. And uh, if we did that, 80% of the problem's fixed. Now we're just talking about ensuring catastrophic care, which by definition is, is less than 5% of, of the care that needs to be provided. Mm -hmm. This becomes a very manageable scenario and one that you know, could be solved if we could get the political will to do so. Obviously, this is something you've talked about on national, uh, uh, national media outlets. When was the first time you went on the Sean Hannity show on Fox? I think it was uh, June 2012. Yeah, so we're going on five years now. And you've been on how many times? I've lost count, thankfully. <laughs> That's uh, in a good way. Right. Uh, and, and I can't count high. I mean, right. yeah. So, uh, uh, but he, he loves this idea. He loves the, the topic. When it comes up, um, we've been fortunate enough to be his go-to expert, um, both on TV and uh, radio. So what kind of a reaction do you get do you get phone calls, emails? What kind of a reaction do you get after you're on the air with a guy like Sean Hannity? We get flooded. 
radio's good, TV's better, uh, for sure. The patients respond really well to this. They say, I want more affordable care. I want to be able to text or email my doctor. Uh, my insurance is, is keeping me from this. Uh, it's unaffordable. When they hear a solution, it, they get it very quickly. I, I say doctors get it slower because you know, they, they're down in the, the details of, of you know, the inside baseball, so right. it seems harder to them, but patients respond well. And that leads to more growth as they ask, where can we find a doctor like this in our area? What other shows have you been on uh, that we might recognize, national shows? Um, national shows, well, when we first were on with Sean, we were also on um, the Neil Cavuto show, the um, uh, Varney Business Report. Uh, Dr. Doug, my partner, co-founder, was on um, the Huckabee show. We've been on NPR, um, cover story for Boston Globe, uh, Bloomberg Business Weekly. We were in Time Magazine. We were supposed to get the cover, but we got <laughs> bumped for an astronaut. Oh, no. Yeah, I guess that happens. Yeah. So, um, but at least the topic itself uh, continues to get national attention. And of course, you know, we we were there at the beginning. Yes, writing about Atlas MD at the very beginning. Uh, how many physicians do you have now? How many locations do you have now in Wichita? We have our two locations, one at the east side and west side, a total of five physicians. We need to hire three more. Uh, so if you're listening and you want a better job, uh, please let us know. Right. Mm -hmm. What's next for Atlas MD? Uh, where do you move from here? Uh, world domination, hopefully. <laughs> of course. Uh, yes. Uh, I, we want to continue to support this movement, uh, again, nationally, internationally, where there's just a more logical approach to healthcare. So we want to continue to work with the larger insurance companies, larger employers, continue to teach doctors how to do this model and explain it and, and help it to thrive. So we have the, the clinic side of it, which 70% you know, of family physicians meet criteria for burnout. And it's really hard to provide empathetic care to your patients when you're burnt out emotionally yourself. We really need to rescue the specialty of family medicine for that reason. Uh, and every time you help a doctor, you help 600 patients uh, get better care as well. You talk about burnout, but you're communicating with your patients on a, on a constant basis. How many patients do you have, and are you answering texts and phone calls and emails 24-7? Uh, yes and no, but it's manageable. Uh, the average doctor would have 3,000-plus patients and see 30 or 40 a day, and our doctors are limited to 600 patients each and see more like five or six a day. But that's same-day appointments, hour-long appointments, that's fast responses to your texts, phone calls, emails, uh, but it, it's no insurance billing. I talked with a partner of mine recently, a, a graduate of mine, and he spent three hours on the phone one morning for three different patients um, just dealing with their insurance. I don't know if I've spent three hours on the phone in seven years <laughs> dealing right. with insurance. But now we don't need a prior authorization for a medicine that we get for a penny a pill or less. Uh, we don't need prior authorization for a medicine or a lab test that's, uh, again, dollars. This allows us to provide more care more often at a fraction of the cost for our patients. That's the rewarding side. We, were, we went to medical school to focus on patients, not paperwork. Uh, and our 600 patients is manageable. And that's kind of why we capped it at that level so that even though when you do need us late at night or early in the morning, we're not so burnt out, you know you're getting your doctor, not the on-call doctor. And, and that number's worked out really well. Your dad ran for governor as a libertarian on the mm -hmm. libertarian ticket. You ran as his uh, running mate mm -hmm. for lieutenant governor. Any other thoughts of 
maybe elected office in the future? Boy, if I didn't learn my lesson the first time. <laughs> it, it was a very educational experience. It was good to do. It was a, a dream of his, and, and we were really happy with the campaign we ran. Um, I could see it again in the sense that uh, it may need to be someone who just has is a subject matter expert in health care to get the, the best solution to that level. Um, but I, I'm more than happy to work behind the scenes with uh, legislators like we have at the D.C. level or at the local level. Um, all we need is the good idea and the information. I, I don't know if I need to go through the process of election. Right. But I'm not opposed to it per se either. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything else coming up for Atlas? Any other changes? Any any news we ought to be aware of at this point? Uh, our biggest uh, future goal now is hire more doctors. Maybe start another uh, location if we can find more doctors, but continue to, to grow and support the movement. Atlas MD has gotten national attention, and uh, your idea seems to be taking off not only around the United States, but other parts of the world as well. And we congratulate you on that, uh, your success, and uh, we appreciate you being on the podcast. Uh, Dr. Josh Umber, thanks very much. Thank you. Dr. Josh is watching closely the national debate over health care and will be watching and continuing to write about his business, Atlas MD, I'm sure. At Equity Bank, stories of growing businesses are our favorites, so we created our own series. Visit equitybank.com napkin stories to watch the startup stories of great businesses across the Midwest. Just a reminder, if you want to listen to some of the previous podcasts we've produced, you can find them at wichitabusinessjournal.com. That's Biz Talk with Bill Roy for this week. On behalf of the great staff of the Wichita Business Journal, thanks for listening. Thanks once again to producer Brittany Showalter and to our sponsor, Equity Bank. We hope you have a profitable week.